How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Emerald City Hockey Post Game Live. Celebrating a win again. Let's go. Got a dance party. Gotta love it. Oh, that was a good one. Kraken needed that game. They really, really needed that game. It's a, It was a nice little, you know, tune-up game for them. Break out of the losing streak, right? Snap that at four games. Just a good, solid win. Goal differential going back in the positive direction in a good way, too. Happy about that. But uh, yeah, no, lots of lots of good stuff in this one. Depth scoring was back for the Kraken in this one. Joey Decord making phenomenal saves. I see Zoe in here telling us uh, that Joey got first star. Uh, wow, lots of people at the game. Lindsay, Zoe, everybody at the game. Good. I love that. Hope you all had a fantastic time. Hope you all got your groove hour steins. That looked so much fun. Oh man, really, really jealous of everybody got one of those. That's that's really cool. Um, but yeah, no, that was. That was good stuff. That was really good stuff there from the Kraken. Felt like a game they really needed. Good to have Vince Dunn back as well. Good to see Grubauer on the bench too. Like that was just fun. You know, like there's just, I don't know, just feeling it, right? It's good vibes after that. <laughs> That's really what I can say. Speaking of good vibes, you can have some good vibes over at Flatstick Pub as well. RJ called me from there earlier today, uh, a little after lunchtime, and we were looking at you know places where the watch party could be held. And a reminder, that's going to be February 13th against the New York Islanders. That game is a 4.30 start Pacific time at that South Lake Union Flatstick Pub location. So lots of fun. We were trying to figure out, well, we want the Sasquatch in the back, maybe the big pink bird or maybe the bar. Like, why are we going to do this? It was a lot of fun to put that together. Maybe very jealous that I'm not going to be able to be there. Um, but uh, definitely want to want to give the big shout out to Flatstick Pub as always. Uh, looking into the comment section, like I said, we got Zoe there from the arena. It's a lot of fun. B, Joey didn't get an official assist on the first tuna goal, but I think we can all agree he did in our hearts. What a killer save against that two on O. That was an incredible save, as they always are from Joey Decord when he's in a like breakaway situation, right? This time shutting down former Kraken legend Ryan Donato. And um, it was just good stuff from, from Joey. I would love to ask him. I, I'm sure, I have to assume somebody has already asked him. If not, I'll, I'll bug RJ about it. But uh, I would love to ask him what his thought process is for breakaways because he's so kind of shut down on them. He does such a good job just making sure his body's in front of it, right? Like, and that's what this goal was. He did just did a great job. Talk about the core strength to keep himself as up as possible, keep his arm out there as much as possible to make that save. It's really, really impressive stuff. And I, like I said, I don't think there's a goaltender out there right now who's doing it better than Joey Decord in those breakaway situations. And that's, that's awesome. Gotta love that. Uh, Chip with the super chat here. The giveaway streak continues. Sad Guru didn't start, but Joey was amazing as usual. Tuna's most productive game so far. Even the Hawks helped us out. Yes, they did. Oh, it's never. I mean, it's kind of fun when you get to see an own goal, right? At least when it's against, you know, the other team. That's that's when they're really fun. Um, but yes, they they definitely helped us out on that one. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I think that's the worst goal Wenberg has scored all year long. And I I hope I don't get any complaints on that one. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, Grubauer not starting on his night there, kind of yeah, it's whatever, but look, he's back, he's healthy happy for him in that regard and yeah tuna tatar great game two goals love to see that for him you know he's he cooled off a little bit since coming over to the kraken but again this is a player who had one goal before he joined the team he is now up to six love that for him you can tell that he's just got all of his mojo back super happy for for tomas tatar Schultz with the super chat here. <laughs> Kings trying to help crack in playoff chances by giving up four straight goals. Team looks healthy. Schwartz with the heart heart stopping moment. Dude, when Schwartz took the puck off his ankle, it was just like, oh no, not again. That's all that I could think. That's all I could say. That's all I could feel in that moment was just, oh no, not again. Or Oh no, we were just getting everybody healthy. Like this is this is the direction we were going. Like what's what's up with that? Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's oh man, that was a huge sigh of relief when he was when he was able to come back out there, finish out the game. That was that was big. That was really, really big that we were able to get Jaden Schwartz to finish that game because 
Oh man, just as Kraken is starting to come back, Vince Dunn back for this game. I thought he had a pretty good game coming back after being out for a while. Yeah, no, that would have been really, really rough. And then Seth with the super chat. Tanev rolling the puck into the corner of the net was nothing short of a miracle. Was that luck or skill? It's a bit of both, as I think many plays in the NHL are. There's a, some sort of combination of the two. But that was that was a really sweet goal. That one, you know, if, if Striatic's in here, wants to know favorite goal of the night. Obviously, we'll wait for RJ's opinion a little bit later when he joins us. But that one for me was was my favorite um, just because the pass across from Dumoulin was beautiful. Talk about an incredible pass through traffic, all that stuff. Tanev gets just enough on it. It was just a pretty play. I love those kind of just like passes over for a one-timer and then they just go in and it just, it's like visceral when you watch it. It's just like, yeah, like, yeah, that's hockey. Yeah. And uh, for it to be Brandon Tanev too, I thought was a big deal. And then yes, on the replay, when you saw that the puck rolled in like that, I've, I can't remember. I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen that, it looked, but it looked awesome. And it looked even more awesome because it was Brandon Tanev who did it. So I'm really happy about that. Thank you all there for the super chats. Bach, Donato, come home. I know it's still rough. It's still weird. It's talking with people. They're just like, it doesn't look right. It doesn't look right in that jersey. It just doesn't look good in the jersey. Sorry. It's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, tough stuff for him. Boy, he was not letting go after that failed breakaway chance either. He carried that over to the bench and and like they kept cutting back to him because he was still just shaking his head about it. But I think in this one instance we can all agree we're okay with Donato not scoring a goal in that in that one. Maddie, I wanted a Joey empty net goal so bad. It's it'll happen. It has to happen. At some point it will happen. The law of averages will kick in and it will happen. The opportunity will be right. That being said, I, I think in this one, it's a good thing that the Kraken had a, had a large goal differential. The game wasn't in doubt really from like the halfway point on. I think that's a big deal for this team, given the fact that they were coming off of the four game losing streak and, and just all of that stuff. They really needed a get right game. And that's what this was. And I'm, I'm happy for the boys there. And I got to imagine they're, they're feeling pretty good in the locker room about it as well. Coop with the tune of time that it is to tar. I mean, he must've been, was he one of the stars of the game? Let me see here. Let me see if the NHL.com uh, page is updated for that or not yet. Yeah. Second star of the game, Tomas Tatar. Good for him. Jordan Eberle with the two apples in this one. I'm really happy for him as well, kind of keeping things going, especially with Maddie being gone for that line to contribute the way that they did tonight, I think is a big deal. Hopefully we get Maddie back soon. That'll be nice as well. <laughs> Certainly saying with the yeehaw. I mean, did everybody see that? Kraken scored five goals. You get 32% off a of flight on Alaska Airlines to Texas. And everybody at CPA, from what I hear, booed when that was announced that it was Texas that you could get you could get your uh, discounted flights to. And that was that is the code. It's like yeehaw goals or something like that. It's an interesting choice, I guess. <laughs> like, I, both the place and certainly the the discount code. Uh, it's on the Kraken's Twitter. You could you could all go and see. It was I can't remember the last time I saw a promo code that was well that to be perfectly honest. Uh, but I like that there uh, from absurdly sane, uh, brittle glory. Joey Decord is the man of all time. He is so fantastic. Nine forty three save percentage tonight from him. The two uh gaa but he's he's just so good he's so so good so so good sean agreeing with me it's a nice get right game go check yourself man i'm so glad the skid got stalled cheers to the to an easier schedule these next three games to stop the bleeding yes it's going to be a big one really excited about that this is an, a nice little bit good start to it too for the kraken to be able to really turn it around do it with a big goal differential really hopefully feel confident get back to it especially up and down the lineup as you saw some of that depth scoring tonight get get a lot of people involved get a lot of people points that's always good stuff there uh love to see that and they'll be able to carry that forward we know that about this team they are streaky if they can build some confidence they will carry that forward they will use that in the games to come that that's is what this team has showed us here pucks and pops seattle did what they should have done with chicago it's true it's true uh ran got my stein yes 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 good for you ran love it i hope everybody who got one enjoys them um dexter how is tuna a fourth line guy in colorado 
uh, he was just struggling. He couldn't score. I mean, that's just what happens sometimes, right? Like it's just, you struggle to find your game, not playing well, stuck on a team. And uh, yeah, you just find yourself down the lineup. That's why it was such a great get from, from Ron Francis, identifying a player who was struggling in a spot, bring him in, know that maybe with a fresh set of scenery, you know, he can get going different group of guys, give him a chance on the first line, right? Get him out there. Talk with coach Axtall about that, get it going. And here we are, right? Five goals for him in however many games it's been. It's been like, what, like a month realistically. So yeah, good, good, great stuff from, from uh, Tatar there. Strata Kraken only had five hits. Excellent job leaving Chicago relatively fresh for the Oilers tomorrow. Um, I as I mean I would love to see that upset tomorrow. This Chicago team is bad. I I know RJ was saying they were bad. Several of you guys are saying they were, they were bad. I was a little just like you know taken aback from maybe how bad the Kraken were playing. Really right Be- with that rough lineup that they had to use last game. Uh, but wow, Chicago was bad. Really really bad. And it's not entirely their fault, right? Like you saw that list that TNT put up of all their players on IR. Like that's insane. We thought we had it bad. That's really rough what they're having to deal with. That being said, I'm not going to cry of a river. That's for sure. Maddie, I missed Donato, but I'm glad he was kept off the score sheet tonight. Agreed there. Christian biz may not be a fan of Bowie, but I think he's a Kraken fan now that he is. I mean, with the Joey chance, I think Joey made a huge impression and really the Kraken made a big impression on everybody who was at the winter classic. Right, because I don't know how many of them realistically gave the Kraken a chance in that game against Vegas, and then for the Kraken to go out there and dominate it the way that they did, for Joey Decord to get the first shutout in Winter Classic history. I know what it's like when you are there for the big games like that. I was obviously there for that game and all of the emotion around it, and you do get swept up into the moment as everything's happening. And it's it's a lot easier to just have fun with it and be a fan and think along those terms. And I think that that's what Biz did. He got he got swept up in the moment, like many of us did. And the Kraken seized that moment, and they made that moment theirs. And certainly Joey did in that game. And I think, yeah, I think Biz is on board now. I mean, he seemed he was very optimistic about the Kraken the west the rest of the way and their ability to get into a playoff spot and play well. So really happy about that. Gregory, it's time for the super chat. I got you, buddy. I got you. Lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. Tatar with two goals. I believe we can win the next three games before the All-Star break. I am right there with you, Gregory. I think we can win the next three games. I tell you, everybody in that locker room tonight believes that they are going to win those next three games. And I'm very happy to get back on board with the lemon lime Gatorade. It has been too long, my friend. Too, too long good stuff and i will savor it more when rj joins me and i can <laughs> but right back to the comment section here uh some of the d zone plays were scary but good w from nicole yes there was a couple moments where the kraken took their foot off the gas most notably at the end of the first period there they paid for it right this was the reminder when i was saying look every team in the nhl is good when i was kind of being down on this game a couple days ago when I was like, look, every team in the NHL is good. You you can't take anybody lightly. Well, that was that moment, right? You can't take any team lightly. Even if they are missing a million forwards off their roster, they are going to find guys and they're going to be able to score a goal if you let them. And that was what I think happened for that Chicago goal, to be perfectly honest, that first Chicago goal. Because the Kraken were not getting it out of the zone. They were not playing well. They were not playing with any sense of urgency. They weren't being physical. They weren't bodying people up. They weren't, they were letting passing lanes wide open. Like it was a bad, bad sequence for the Seattle Kraken. And for them to give up the goal, it's late in the period, go out, reassess, get, get through the, the intermission, come back out. You get you get one. You're gifted one more, just about as much as a team can gift you one with that next you know 15 seconds into the period, and they just put it in their own net. But I still think that was good for the Kraken. They came out. They had a sense of urgency. They had that kind of you know they picked it up a step, and they were playing with that. He's um, already used the word urgency. Different word that means urgency. Fill in the blank here. We'll turn this into a Mad Libs episode of uh, Post Game Live. But that's what the Kraken had. The word you're thinking of. That's exactly it. You were dead on the money. You guys are so smart. So, so smart. You specifically. You are so smart. Um, 
<laughs> Bach, if I had a dollar for every time a player's career came back to life playing for the Kraken, I don't know how much I'd have because it happens too often that it does. It's it's really remarkable what this franchise is able to do for guys. And really, I think it's just because of the culture that they have, the atmosphere the locker room has, the attitude that the coaching staff approaches these players with, the front office, and, and identifying these players. Right. It starts with that, bringing them in, communicating what their expectations are for them, what they think they're good at, why they think they maybe struggled elsewhere and what they're hoping to see here. The coaching staff getting involved in that. It's good stuff. The Kraken are really, really on to something there. The formula is there. It works. They have proven that time and time again. And that's a really tough thing to do. And I think as the Kraken find themselves you know, hopefully in the future in more and more competitive situations where you're looking to do, you know, trade deadline acquisitions and stuff and try to find those one or two guys that could put you over the top. You're going to really, really want to to rely on your ability to find those players, incorporate them in seamlessly, make them feel comfortable and make them feel confident because that is what makes those situations work out for the uh, the buying team there um let's see be so jealous of everyone who got a stein it looks so perfect for hot chocolate i'd love it if they sold it in the source store sometime in the future i thought that they would too like i like why wouldn't you they that's just one of those like print money things you know just just do it ron you're listening just do it um <laughs> by ren the kraken finally managed to hold hold rem pitlick pointless that is true that's the real accomplishment of the night rem pitlick didn't score against us because uh he always had before and that's ridiculous <laughs> mark cast enjoying bobblehead and stein yeah and then the win streak continues it does that it does that it does um, the Donato breakaway to its tar goal was emotional whiplash from Nicole. It was, but that's also when hockey is at its most fun. When you have the back and forth play and it's exciting and it's drawing everyone in the crowd there up out of their seat. They're cheering you at home. You're on the edge of your seat, ready to jump up and celebrate something or collapse backwards. If it's going to go the wrong way. So many good moments come from, from those things. That is when hockey and really sports in general are at their best is when it's free flowing. And you know, the only thing that's going to stop it is some sort of big time moment, the way that, that, that Tatar goal was. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's emotional whiplash, but of the best ver ver kind variety, uh, pick and choose there. <laughs> uh, Fusion Mix Tatar heard podcasters saying his new team bump wore off and took it personally. Whoa, were people saying that? Yeah, no, I mean that's that sure looks like what it what it uh, looks like there. I would agree with that. That's interesting. That's good stuff. Uh, Stratic, too much tuna. Love it. Very nice. Happy for this. Happy for this. Um, <laughs> for uh, for this game, he is tuna t. Uh, the letter the number two na from Lindsay. love that can you tell it's past 10 o'clock i'm all over the place here um scott wildcard playoffs could happen could happen i mean another two points tonight cracking right up there just outside of the playoff picture looking in again again if they turn this into a big win streak again which we know this team can only win losing streaks then yeah i think i think we're really starting to talk about that stuff again uh after we've just were <laughs> two weeks ago um when he doesn't even have to shoot the puck to get goals, he's just that good. Yeah, I mean, it took him a little while to figure out this whole scoring without having to shoot the puck thing. But now that he's got it, I mean, I think we could just count on this for a long time. When's the next time we're playing Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin? That would be the other time where I could see that skill of his coming in. Uh, just, just throwing that out there if anybody knows what that's about. Uh, let's see, Stratic. Of course, I want to know favorite goal of the night, but I was waiting for RJ. I beat you to it. We'll ask him when he gets here. And if I don't right away, please remind me. Um, any chance we could petition to give that own goal to Maddie's stat sheet instead of when he's asking for a friend lol from Coop? Uh, probably, I mean, you could start a petition. I don't know that it would go anywhere, but boy, wouldn't that be something for a box score for somebody to look at a hundred years from now guy gets credited for a, for a goal that was scored by the own team. It's credited as an own goal, but then the person who's credited for it wasn't even playing in the game. That would just be, I mean, that sounds like shenanigans. They would have had a hundred years ago to be perfectly honest. So I don't see why we can't start that too. <laughs> um, chip he's a smart player he sees the ice well eberly on tuna that he does and he's got incredible puck handling skills i've always talked about that i love tatar's puck handling 
it's it's elite. Like it's really, really elite. I think game speed, game situation, it's best on the team. Just for my money, that's that's what I'll say there. B bonus win tonight. Firebirds came back from a three nothing deficit to beat the Silver Knights four three. Winterton and Wright both scored. Happiness all around. It's right. I love that goal from Shane Wright. Right, he sets himself up in a perfect spot on left hash. Sends it in on the one timer, doesn't go in. He goes down to his knees. Puck bounces out to him. He just like throws it right back on net and goes in. Love that from him. Love that he was able to pick one up tonight, uh, despite the fact that he wasn't called up as we talked about on the deep dive earlier this week. Uh, light with the super chat here. Kraken Birds and Mavs all won tonight. I just need to say, Canard stepped up big since Maddie went down eight points in the last six games. Yes, Jared McCann is doing an incredible job filling in at center for Maddie Beniers. And we saw it tonight with his two line mates, right? Everly and Tuna, both of them getting stars of the game right behind Joey Decord, of course, who's only capable of being first star of a game. Um, but you see that. And that's a lot of that is because of Jared McCann. I mean, he picks up a goal and an assist for himself as well. in this one plus three, he's playing really, really well. He's been good on the face off dot too. Like tonight he's almost 60%. Like that deserves talking about, but yeah, I like that call out there. Like Jared McCann is doing a fantastic job in doing what the Kraken needed, which was they needed somebody else to step up, play center, be a good player that they could lean off, of, lean on in multiple situations and pick up some of that slack. And he's doing that uh, perfectly right now. Uh, Joey's wearing the Lars shirt on TNT. No, is he really? Oh, thank you to Nicole and Daniel and B. Everybody for pointing that out. That is fantastic. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, Christian, do everybody. Oh, I love that. Oh, man. Oh, that's fantastic stuff. That is fantastic stuff. Barbara, good morning. Yes, definitely watch this one tonight. You will have fun with it. Oh, man. That is that is really, really cool stuff. That is really, really cool stuff. Oh, I love that. I love that the, the shirt's on TNT. Ah, so fun. Uh, Lindsay, Kings lose to the Sabres after falling to the Sharks in the shootout. Yeah, Kings are in a death spiral right now. They got to figure something out. That being said, we've seen the Kraken there. Kraken have figured it out. NHL teams find a way of figuring it out. But uh, it's, it's nice while it's happening say that uh chip i really love hearing the joey chance i can only imagine how amazing it feels to be the fan favorite like he is really happy to see it he's talked about it it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't talking about it on tnt right now but he's talked about it and he loves it too like just it's everything that he dreamed of and i imagine it is for most players but especially for a goaltender it's a position that you know when you're winning and you're playing well, you are the guy and everybody loves you and, and you get the Joey chance and you get all that stuff. But all too often goaltenders, right? It's the easy person to point to and blame when things are going poorly. And I think um, you don't have to look too far to see that with really Philip Grubauer, right? They, yes, there have been times where he struggled in his tenure with the Kraken, but there's also been times where it was really the team in front of him. But he's taken the brunt of it, and there's still a lot of Kraken fans out there who are, really do not trust Philip Grubauer. They don't really want him on the team, all that kind of stuff. And so it's one of those things where I, I say that not to like make people feel bad for Grubauer or anything, but just to point out that as a goaltender and as, a, as you're working your way up through systems, you experience that. You're going to have bad stretches in your career. Everybody does. And when you do, you are, you know, it, to a lot of fans, the fall guy. And and to reach a point where you have 17,000 people consistently chanting your name in a position like that, where it's so easy for people to turn on you or to hold a grudge against you and blame you for a team's failings. It's really, really incredible. And I love that for Joey. And then you tack on the fact that, you know, look, it took him till he was, what, 27 to get here, really. He had to fight through multiple organizations' depth charts to, to finally get this chance. And for him to seize it the way that he has adds to the story in a whole nother way. Like, so much about it is just so incredible. It's it's fantastic for him. I'm right there with you, Chip. I, I absolutely love that it continues to happen. And I just, you know, I only know because he's said it so many times how much it means to him. And I really do believe when he says those things because Joey's a sincere and honest guy uh, whenever he's talking. Uh, Colin, seems like Bjorkstrand has slowed down quite a bit. What do you all think? 
Uh, my guess is, you know, he's like everybody at this point of the year where you've played 40 plus games in a pretty condensed schedule uh, and you're putting your body through things that the body doesn't really want to go through. It's possible that like on tonight's or maybe the last couple games, he might be hit by the, the illness that was kind of going around. I think he just needs a little bit of time off. I know he's not going to totally get it because he's got to go to the All-Star game. He has to go to the All-Star game. Um, but I do think that that's part of it. Like you look at the way he plays. First off, he's not always been the, the, the fastest guy around. He, he makes up for it in knowing exactly where to be and when to be there. He's a smart player. But I do think that there are times where he's taken some big shots this year. And I got to imagine those have accumulated and, and they've banged him up a little. And he's just, you know, it's just got to be tough. And even in this game, there was that moment. I'm trying to remember. It would have been in the second period where he was in the offensive zone. He's in the near side corner and he sees that a guy's coming to get him. The puck's in the corner. He's there for the puck and he sees that there's a Blackhawks defenseman. I think it might've been Jared Tenorti. So big guy, like definitely guy who's outsizing him by a, you know probably 30 pounds if we're being honest. And he sees him coming in and he knows, okay, I can't just play this puck. I'm going to get crushed into the boards. Let me try to do what we had said and talked about with Maddie Beniers with the whole Cole Sillinger thing, where when you see the play coming like that, you see the player coming in. Don't be afraid to try to lean into them, right? Try to get ahead of it. Try to try to really insert yourself into their chest. You know what I mean? And Bjorkstrand tried that and that weight difference was just way too much. And he bounced right off to Nordy and then he still got chucked into the boards. And I think that there have been times like that this year where, you know, he's not the the biggest guy around and he's taken some shots. And I do wonder, I, I, I know those add up for everybody. And I do wonder if maybe it's just a little bit of that for, for Oliver Bjorkstrand. Um, let's see another stellar TNT interview for Joey. Love to hear it, Sean. Thank you for letting me know. I will have to go and check that out after this uh, Stratic. So are there any former Chicago fans in the chat tonight? How are you feeling about your presumed switch of allegiance tonight? Ooh, bold Stratic, bold. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Bryce, you can tell how much Joey enjoys the chance of the fans in general. The first star, uh, video RJ posted is tremendous. Ooh, I'll have to check that out as well. Thank you, Bryce, for letting us know there. Edward, crack and get a big win. I got a big personal win. Got to have a text conversation with my sister for the first time in years. She's doing well. Wonderful to hear, Edward. Really, really happy for you. That is fantastic. That that must feel amazing. I'm sincerely very, very happy to hear that. Love that for you. Um, Super chat here from Cody. Best game by Schultz in a while. Great win and start of a new win streak. Enjoy the dance party. Thank you, Cody. We will. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. Hope you enjoy the dance party while you're in here and, and enjoying whatever other celebrations you've got going on. Um, yeah, it was a good game from Justin Schultz. He, he played a solid one in this one, especially on the power play. I liked him on the power play in this one been a little rough on the power play i think having Riker evans kind of take over a little bit for him there you know it wakes you up a little right it, it lights a fire in you if you're a professional athlete i think that's what we're seeing there from him and uh i, I like that there um panache oh i like that i like that as the fill-in word there drive uh, that works well too um let's see <laughs> everybody thinking thinking the um the the sabers for beating the kings there love that daniel it's so cool megna is playing for his hometown team didn't know that till edzo brought it up tonight yeah that's as nice for him and i'm just i mean you're happy he's just playing in the nhl and then obviously happy about that as well um donato was on sad hockey podcast they jinxed him I read it because it was in chat. I'm not trying to start any rumors or rivalries with any other Kraken entities, but might appear that way. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Jessica, hit the thumbs up all, mostly for Dylan and RJ, but also for Tuna. That's right. For the Tuna. I see Cat in here. Tuna, Tuna, Tuna. Totally. Oh, good, good game from him. So much fun. So much fun. Love that. And and thank you there, Jessica, for that. Uh, the Blues beat the Canucks tonight, though. Come on, Vancouver. You have to lose that game. Seriously, really. Uh, like, oh, just you can't win them all. It's, it's the NHL. You literally just cannot win them all. Nicole, power play was pretty sad today. 
Power play was rough in this one overall. I know I just talked about Justin Schultz looking better on the power play, but the power play was not good. Granted, the last one, I think they were just kind of coasting through the game, that last power play, so I won't totally get on them for that. But otherwise, I just thought the puck movement was kind of basic. All right, I'm just going to talk like that now. Uh, but that's what it was. I just thought that they weren't trying to do anything dynamic. You weren't seeing guys really try to force through any sort of like great passes. I don't know. It, it They were just kind of cycling the puck around for me. I, I wasn't a big fan of what they were trying to do. We've seen them try to look more dynamic. We've seen them try to look more aggressive. And I would have liked to see that in this one. And they just didn't. And I don't know why they didn't, but I wish that they did. My guess is they'll they'll step that up moving forward. You you need just to get the win. The win can give you confidence. You can then start applying that confidence to where you need to. And I think that that's what we'll see here. Edward, unlike Subway, Artuna is for real. Oh, shots fired. Shots fired. But true. Very true. <laughs> Christian, Everly being compared to Gretzky? What? By whom? Is that on TNT? I don't care who that is. If I don't care who that is. Get him out of there. <laughs> what are they doing? I love I love Jordan Everly. Great guy. Good hockey player. I think he would even tell you that's like, what? He'd be like, what? That's wild. That is wild stuff there. He had a great game. I don't know that he had a Gretzky good game. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, man. Daniel, are you worried how often Lars lets guys hang out on the back door? I am. And we've seen that it's come back to bite them. He has had a pretty big problem this year with playing aggressive and kind of losing. I don't know if it's that he's losing track of where he is on the ice versus he's making the decision to be aggressive and play more up ice. But it's been a problem for them this year. Like I, I Vince Dunn has been the better defender this year over Adam Larson. Easy in my mind. Like just watching them play, I would argue Jamie Alexiak's been the better defender this year than Adam Larson. These are things that I would have never said the last two seasons, but this year, um, Adam Larson's tried to play a lot more aggressive in the defensive zone. It's fine sometimes, but boy, sometimes does it come back to get him. It really, really does. Um, let's see. Got RJ joining us here. Let me bring RJ in. How's it going, RJ? Got to imagine the vibe and the mood is pretty good there tonight. Yeah, I think I think fairly good. Um, you know, I, Haxall especially kind of had a few chuckles just about this game and how it went. He was definitely in, in kind of more of a joking mood after this one because look, I, I think he realizes and I think the players realized that this wasn't you know the, the best game necessarily that they played. But it feels really good to get back in the win column. And I think that's kind of the overriding sense of everything. I, you know, I'll, I'll just start it off with what Hackstall had to say about the game generally. He said, you know, it wasn't a clean game, but I like the maturity that we showed in the right moments of this one. And I think that's, you know, kind of what this one boils down to. I, I think it was a sloppy game. The Kraken, you know, didn't play their best, but they did enough and they stopped the bleeding at key moments in this game. Yeah, and I, they, that's what they did. Like they had the wake up call moment at the end of the first when they weren't playing well. You allow the goal, but you know what? It wakes you up, and then you, you were gifted a pretty good start to the next period. That was yeah. nice too. That'll help <laughs> you out. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's that's a fair assumption of everything. But uh, just happy they ended the losing streak, RJ. That's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, they needed to. I mean, this definitely was a, a, a you better win game. I don't want to say must win, but you better win type of game. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Bach, is it a Seattle sports team if they don't clinch playoffs in a dramatic fashion? Watch the Kraken keep playing streaky and crawl to the playoffs. I think you're right, Bach. If they make the playoffs, that's how it's happening. Yeah, it's going to come down to the wire. This this team can't exist without the drama this year. Yep. Uh, Stratic saying it feels like the goal is just to get to the all-star break somewhere above 500 and as healthy as possible. I like that there isn't a sense of panic and rushing guys back. That is true, RJ. Yeah, that is definitely the, the kind of short-term goal of the team, even though no one will say it or admit it. It's just to get to this all-star break. You still have guys dealing with a bit of sickness. You have guys dealing with injuries. They need that all-star break in the worst way. And you just have to collect points however you can. Look, I would be much tougher on the Kraken after this game if everybody was healthy and they weren't just kind of trying to get to the break because uh, there were a lot of things they did not do well. They leaned on Joey Decord a lot in this one. Joey was fantastic. He deserved to be named first star. And normally I'd worry about that, but 
given the whole situation, I'm going to kind of give them a pass. They got two points. That's all they need to do, at least for these next three games. Yep. And then I will ask the other question, of course, from Striatic, which was, what was your favorite goal of the evening? Ah, uh, yes. Had to ask that. I- I'm tempted to jokingly say the Wedberg one, because uh, that, uh, that was interesting. Um, but uh, it has to be the Tatar goal. I mean, that which goal one? was... I, oh, sorry, the the uh, the first Tatar goal, the breakaway. Well, actually, yeah, the the uh, the breakaway goal after Joey Decord makes the big save on Ryan Donato. Uh, just the pop from the crowd here was fantastic. It's you know definitely the loudest moment of the night as that whole sequence kind of built into each other, and that's a huge turning point in the game. It's three mm-hmm. four if Donato buries that breakaway, and all of a sudden it's five two, and the game is over. So that that had to be my favorite one. Yeah, I went with the Tanev goal. I like those kind of, I love the pass from Dumlin. I love Tanev keeping it rolling the whole way. So it just rolls in a line in on its side. That pass was so good. Tanev didn't even have to get all of it. Yeah. Like, and I like the little shoulder shimmy that the sneaky skill from Brian Dumlin. It was, it was really good. I like that play a lot. And, you know, and look, Turbo with the skill play of, of the rolling puck, you know, it's, it's like Ichiro when he'd hit a home run. Just like, just to prove like, no, I can do this. It's just that I choose not to all the time. That's what that was from Brandon Tanev. Um, Brooke, lots of interesting moments with Donato tonight. Loved when he hit the puck straight at the ref, then Borgen put him in a headlock. What was it like for everybody having uh, Ryan Donato back for this one, RJ? I mean, he was sure very involved in this game. I know, you know, definitely a lot of fans, you know, feeling the emotions with Ryan Donato coming back. It's his second game back, I think. Uh, but also just kind of getting into it net front, right? You know, Borgen giving him the headlock. Um, and then, yeah, Donato was definitely uh, apologizing profusely during the TV timeout after hitting the ref with that puck. He went over, made sure he was okay because he's a gentleman. Um, but yeah, I mean, Donato, look, he lives at the net. We know this about him. Yeah, no, it is like the only healthy forward that that team has too. Uh, light with a super chat. There is something funny about Wenny being able to score without shooting or passing. It's fitting is what it is. Yeah, you know what? I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, didn't have to shoot the puck. Yes. But he's kind of past that this year. If this was last season and that happened, oh, the jokes would be all over the place. Yeah. And then, you know, Donato wasn't the only returning uh, former Kraken, as Brooke pointing out. Uh, Happy to see Magna get some playing time as well there. Yeah, definitely. You know, solid, quiet. We know what his game is. And, you know, you don't notice him a lot, but usually that's a good thing. Certainly in a game like this, that's a good thing. Also, Colin Blackwell's return. This is his first game back here in Seattle. He's been, you know, hurt or they've just skipped him on the schedule uh, all the way until now. When I saw that on Twitter earlier, I was just like, seriously, how? Like, that was so long. That's a, that's a you know, trade deadline year one move coming back finally. Yeah. That was a big one. Uh, Daniel, if Joey's undefeated when we're on TNT, this would be great news for the playoffs. I think he might be. Is yeah, it, really it, might only, be. it might be the only, that's just the two games, the winner, this class, and the winner this classic. One, yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, case. first star both times, if that's the case too. Yeah. Well, that's all he does. RJ is he is always the first star. He is the one, uh, B Bjorky seems to take a lot of big hits and then just pop right back up again. Wouldn't be surprised if he's just a bit beat up and tired. We were talking earlier. It was brought up that Bjorkstrand maybe looks a little bit slower right now, uh, than in the past RJ. And that was certainly something that I had talked about with it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of guys are dealing with things. It wouldn't surprise me if he was one of those. Um, and yeah, he does have that Matty Beneers-like ability to just pop back up after taking big hits. I know the timing of that isn't great with Matty being out after you know, he didn't come back from a big hit, but still, um, I don't know how a guy with his build just makes it and plays in the NHL as much as he does. It's incredible what he's able to do. It's with the smarts. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's he's so smart. Did you see the play in the corner though, where I think it was Tenorti coming in on him, and he tried doing what we had talked about that Maddie maybe should start doing, which is he tried he saw the 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 player coming in on him, and he tried to get there first and like lean into him, and he mm-hmm. just bounced right off his chest. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> it was it was kind of comical. I'm not gonna lie. Um, all right, so earlier they were talking about Everly being compared to Gretzky. And Stratic clarifying here what it was about because Eberly got an assist from behind the nets. So okay. that was pointed out at the time, actually, yeah. as someone was watching the broadcast and heard that. Yeah, that, that would make sense then. I I, I I can forgive that a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. Can we have an all-star game where Maddie is not concussed? That would be fine by me from Kyle. Boy, wouldn't it, RJ? Yeah, two years in a row. 
Although I think Maddie's working his way back. This morning he was in a regular jersey. I mean, he he's not ready in time to play tonight, of course, but uh, I think he's close. Yep, yep. Uh, Northwoods Nick, I was wearing my Donato reverse retro tonight too. Good, good choice, good choice. Yeah. Um, people talking about the the Wenberg goal. He's a devotee of minimalism from Striatic, and B, he's reached his final form. <laughs> totally. I, I don't. We were trying to figure out who would touch that puck last because. After watching the play, we didn't realize just after the Berkey first sure watch. Thought he had, had it. it. We all thought it was Berkey at first. Actually, yeah. it seemed like Hackstall thought it was Berkey after the game. Everyone did. Everyone thought it was Berkey. I think Berkey probably right now still thinks it's his. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he thought it was going to get corrected, and maybe it will or something. But yeah, the celebration from him, he was first through the line, all that stuff there. Um, Stratic Wenberg with his invisible stick scoring an invisible goal. <laughs> That's right. It's just what he does. Like, can we talk about the LA Kings blowing a 3-1 lead to lose 5-3 to a Sabres team who played yesterday? I get they are division rivals, but goodness, get it together. I mean, they can keep it not together. Yeah, don't apart, get it together. Keep it separated for now, I guess. Keep it separated. <laughs> yeah, know. whatever you do, keep Todd McClellan as the coach. He's He's got it figured out. Yes, no, it's it's uh, yes, but he's calling out players in press conferences directly. You know, a team's in a good place. That's what coaches do when their teams are in good places. Um, Pizza Kid, freaking awesome save by Joey on the breakaway. Yeah, I mean, you talked about that goal, RJ, the Tatar goal, and it really does start with that save from Joey. Has it ever has it been asked of Joey, RJ, kind of what his process is through a breakaway because he's so automatic? I talked about this earlier. I would love to know from him what he thinks in those situations because he just always comes up big yeah i i can't recall that having been asked actually i'm sure he's been asked that at some point but um i can't recall an answer actually so maybe that's one to kind of check in with him on i'm sure he'd be happy to talk through it my uh comment card in the box for for practice or morning skate uh in the next couple days is that question there then all right uh, uh Habak, Joey has to be in serious consideration for the Vesna now that we are halfway through the season. I believe he would be RJ, right? I mean, he's he's top five in 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 uh just about like everything for goaltenders. I gotta think that that counts for a lot. Yeah, and if you look at social media, he is starting to get some Vesna love. You're seeing some people uh you know put him in their top five, top ten for Vesna picks. I think was it oh, was it um was it Micah McCurdy or was it Evolving Wild? I think, no, I think it was Evolving Wild, the, the twins. They did their awards picks recently and they had to cord listed as second for Vesda behind Connor Hellebuck. That's pretty good stuff. That's pretty good yep. stuff. Uh, tied for fourth uh, in save percentage with Thatcher Demko up there in fourth for goals against average. I don't know if that's updated with tonight's stats though. So put a little asterisk on that um biz is going to make it his mission to get joey into the vesna conversation from nicole he is all about joey he's all about the crack at rj the winter classic made a huge impression on him still not a fan of Bowie though well yeah that's never going to change but uh you know i'll take it (laughs) he was getting joey chance going in this i believe it was the second intermission really he got the entire studio to do joey chance with him so i mean that's pretty cool stuff and that plays to a national audience that isn't always staying up to watch a western goalie like like joey decord yeah definitely i mean it's going to help with that recognition around the league the joey chance were on point tonight here too in the building mm-hmm. oh yeah, of course they were um how are the steins by the way those look cool uh they were pretty cool it's a great giveaway item just so creative right i'm surprised like why aren't they selling those? Like they could, like everybody wants to with be able a lot to buy of these giveaways. They could make a lot of money for sure, but I think that's part of the you know being special, right? You know, you have to go to the game. You got to make sure to to get it somehow. But yeah. um, can I share one more funny moment from the? I did tweet about this, but I just thought it was so funny the way it hit, like the timing in person. So the Kraken triggered the five goal giveaway, and that's thirty two percent off Alaska flights. Yes. And so you have the PA announcer Chip Buchanan announcing, you know. All right, and the Kraken have scored five goals, which means you fans get 32% off flights to... And, you know, you're waiting for the big reveal. Everyone's cheering. Texas! And then just the booze start raining down from the crowd. Yes. No, we talked about that earlier. Because, like, they... The, and, like, the, the code to use 
for Alaska. Mm-hmm. It's like yeehaw, yeehaw. Goals or yeah. something like that. Like it's like ridiculous. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Edward flashing lights on RJ. Okay, now it's a crack at home win. That's right. Yep, I know. They they were off when I got here and they just turned them back on. I know. Just for it's us. It's like they knew I was coming. Just for us. Um uh, let's see, uh, Chip saying, Joey did say that since he did play other positions growing up, he feels as though he can visualize their perspectives before they shoot. Maybe there's something to that. I I think that's probably something. Yeah, he did talk about that on the on the Spit and Chicklets podcast where he was saying that because he was a skater, he kind of knew, you know, what they were looking at from their vantage point, what moves you might like to do. And I'm sure that's probably going through his head as well. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm telling you, athlete brains are so incredible. The also, former teammate Ryan Donato on that one too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I bet he's kind of studied the book on him. He's faced him in practice before. Dude, Donato was not letting that go. Like they cut back to him like five minutes later on the bench, and he was still shaking his head about it. I don't blame him. I'd be the same way. Also, it was funny. Hackstall, when talking about that, kind of gave a little smile. Like, yeah, we we know what uh, Donato can do when he's on a breakaway like that, and uh, you know, maybe Joey do what he's gonna do. Yep. J.A. wants the coat of arms from the Groovy Stein on a T-shirt. That's a good idea. Yeah, that would sell. That would definitely sell. Uh, Stratic Henrik Lundqvist had high praise for Joey on the TNT broadcast. That will play to a national audience. That'll play, well, an international audience. We count Canada and then Sweden probably too. Yeah, I certainly his words respected in Sweden. Yeah, I mean, they should be respected everywhere. Uh, but yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, Light. Also, Brent Clark got his first point tonight, took five games. Riker had like three by then. Who was the draft reach now? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, at least he's playing games. Yes, that he is. He's at least in their lineup. So in that sense, good good on that there. Um, Viren, he showed up on a few of the EP ringside midseason ballots, mostly fours and fives, but someone did have him at second. Uh, talking about Joey uh, for the Vesna there. So yeah, he's starting to get around there for sure. He's in the I conversation. Like yeah, I, I like that. Uh, Habak, all right. I'm going to read the quote. You got to tell me who it's by. Okay, RJ? Okay. The, st- the stupidity that went into that loss is beyond explainable. Oh man, uh, is I mean, is that from a is that from like Richardson? Who is? It was not the know. game you were at tonight. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, Todd McClellan. <laughs> it's Todd McClellan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidity that went into that loss is beyond explainable. Love it. Love that so much. Love that so much. Um, Megan, hockey greetings from an Aussie Kraken fan, gents. Hello, hello. Thank you. For Welcome, joining Megan. Us. Love that. Uh, yeah, everybody's having fun at Ellie's expense in here. Can't say I blame him. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Ricky J. Woodcroft warming up in the bullpen for L.A. What, I mean, it, it, at some point, we'll talk about it this week on Red Glare, RJ, but like, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, you know I would have made the move to change the coach, what, like three years ago if I was them? Yes, yeah, before it even happened. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have hired him. <laughs> uh z for the for the five uh goal giveaway it should always be to the next away series that is true like why <laughs> that seems easy right right you'd think if they'd, alaska they'd... flies there yeah that, I mean, that's that's the idea if they fly there but also there's a bunch of weird blackout dates for it too like it's very restrictive as far as when you could actually fly oh, but really? i do think they try and plan it around a future road trip that's true um Let's see. Uh, Pizza Kid, good to see Schwartz okay after taking the hit from the puck. That, my heart sank, RJ. I can only imagine what it was like for everybody there. Yeah, whatever it's Jaden Schwartz they're talking about, too. It's the last guy where you just feel like, oh, no, you know, this could be something bad. But thankfully, when he came out to start the third period, you know, that was a big sigh of relief from everybody. And and Haxtell even pointed out, too, he's like, it was a rough game for Jaden. Like, he played well. You know, he takes that puck, and, you know, he was definitely hurting. But uh, glad to see he's okay. Definitely. Light, I do think Shane and Winterton scoring tonight was icing on the cake. Those two look like they have the most fun of anyone on the Firebirds team when they are on the ice. How about that comeback win for the Birds, RJ, and Shane getting on the board? Love the stick to of that goal for him. Absolutely. I mean, coming down from coming back from 3-0 for the Firebirds, they're just a fun team. And Dylan, I'm, I'm hearing from some of our friends down in Coachella Valley about Shane Wright. They say he's ready. I, 
I, we said it this week on the podcast, basically. And that's right? what I replied. Yeah. I was like, I was, if, oh man, if you had told me back after we had recorded that podcast that Shane would be scoring a goal on Wednesday, I would have been like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought Wrong it'd be jersey. Here. Wrong yep. jersey. Oh, well. Um, Let's see. Uh, Chip Schwartz's knee scored a goal, but his ankle did not. Coincidence. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, good stuff. Uh, Megan, uh, Maddie back this weekend. Yay or nay, boys? I think yay. Okay, you would ha- you would have a better read on it than me, being at practice and everything. Just just to get, I mean, the fact that he's out of the non-contact jersey yeah, that seems like the last step to me. I mean, that was what it was. The next game out for Vince Dunn, right? The tonight when he yeah. got out there same thing yeah it so, was so yeah and and i think we'll know more too i, I believe they're gonna hackstall seemed to hint that they're gonna have practice tomorrow so i mean if he's taking line rushes at practice tomorrow i think that that tells you all you need to know oh that definitely would for sure um that's right it's gonna be plenty to talk about on red glare this week yes there is yes there oh, is. Yes. for those of you who don't know that's our patreon exclusive podcast where we talk about everything non-cracking in the hockey yep. world there is a How lot. How are we going to keep that under an hour and a half, Dylan? I have no idea. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> it's going to be a long yeah. one. Um, let's see. Uh, B. I mean, if it's a head injury, I'd rather they be cautious. But that's just me. If he's ready, then great. Yeah, I. I really don't think they would push him if he wasn't ready. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I. I wouldn't mind if they waited till the All Star break too. And I, I think they realize, you know, the schedule is what it is. Mm-hmm. You're not desperate. Like, look, you have enough to get it done against bad teams. Tonight proved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, be the And Gordon earlier. coming back. Having said, I know Maddie had a regular season jersey and practice day, but I honestly wouldn't mind him staying out of the lineup until after the All-Star break. Better to give him extra time than rush him back. I think like they proved with, with Grubauer, with, I mean, with everybody that we just saw injured, right? Like, they really don't rush them back, no matter what's going on with the team from a results standpoint, because uh, those were some bad games. <laughs> I can imagine. Yamamoto has to play center. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> will not rush guys back. So, good stuff there. Um, Pablo, have a good night. Thank you very much for those kind words there. Right back at you. Um, let's see. Hack wearing a blue equals home wins market. Blue suit, Megan? Blue tie? Blue what? Am I missing something? Is that Aussie slang? I don't know. Was he? He he didn't have the blazer on for the the post-game media availability. I don't remember what color his tie was. He never does. Yeah. No, he doesn't. A blue tie. Okay. Blue tie. Okay. All right. Blue ties, giveaways. These these are all things that mean the Mm -hmm. Kraken are going to (laughs) win. Take that information right. and do with it what you do. <laughs> Bach, I need McCann to hit 100 career Kraken goals this season. He was at 89 coming into this game, right? Mm-hmm. I, so yeah. I saw tweets about him being at 89 with the Kraken. I believe those were before the game, before he scored one. But either way, he's at either 89 now or he's at 90 now. He should he should have 10 oh, yeah. goals he, the rest he of the He should definitely be able to do that. Yes, I think it'd be a disappointment if he didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say so. So I think I think you're probably pretty safe there, Habak. Um, Megan has been a hack fan since the UND days. His name, nice University of North Dakota number on my home jersey. Love that. That's awesome, Megan. Good stuff there. Yeah, I know. I know he's very popular. Uh, you know, back back at UND, certainly. I mean, fantastic coach. There's some really say, good why, players too. Yeah, I was gonna say, why wouldn't he be? Incredible career that he had there. Um, Chip, good to see Dunn coming back, looking like he never left. Not an explosive performance, but the consistency that we've needed. Yeah, haven't talked too much about Vince Dunn in this one yet. RJ, he played really well tonight. Yeah, he did, and I think the biggest difference you notice is just the Kraken were able to move the puck up the ice out of their own zone, through the neutral zone, a lot more effectively with Vince Dunn in the lineup. And you saw it early on in the game, too. Uh, it just felt like night and day from when he was, from when he was out. Uh, and p- maybe part of that is playing against Chicago. Like, I was wondering, okay, how much of this is the opponent? But Vince Dunn really does change the way this team attacks. They do. And we, you know, I mean, we knew, we saw in his absence what the team was looking like and, and all of that kind of stuff. I really liked that what he what he came back and did and the fact that there was no rust to be shaken off. 
Like that was the thing that impressed me the most. Cause we've seen that from really everybody as they come back and it's understandable, but he kind of seamlessly came in like, like, yes, I would agree with chip. Maybe some of the high end stuff from him wasn't necessarily there, but the fact that there was no like, Oh wait, I got to get back up to game speed or, you know, he gets walked by somebody cause he's just not expecting it. Like that stuff was not there at all. And again, not knowing the nature of what he was out with, I didn't really have super high expectations for him, but he kind of crushed the ones that I had. Right. He seemed ready to go when we were talking to him in practice previously. I think he was kind of eager to get back in. I feel like maybe the team even had some say in like, look, you need to sit for a little bit. Because he said it was not related to that fight with Cylinder. He said it was just something that's kind of been bothering him throughout the season that just got to a point where he needed to give it some rest. And so, you know, when you make that call, it's something you probably can play through. Like you're not going to be totally out of it but you know when you feel it's ready to go i mean you're going to be eager to get back in there yeah hang nail i bet uh (laughs) just got home from the game throw the boys a like appreciate that as always jay um oh megan's got the hack signed winter classic puck heading your way that is awesome Hope you enjoy yeah. that. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's, it was good stuff from Vince Dunn. And then the other thing that I haven't talked about yet, RJ, is the fact that, look, we get Yanni back now moving forward too. So you get the win, get out of the losing streak, start building confidence, get the depth scoring back for this one, incorporate Vince Dunn back into the lineup. We talked earlier, Justin Schultz had a pretty decent game in this one too. And now we get Yanni back. Like the lineup's really starting to come together again for the Kraken at just the right time where they can get some games back in together enter the all-star break, hopefully headed into the right direction. Right. I mean, getting Yanni back is going to be huge for these next three games. You can tell just how improvised it was. I think with the lineup, you know, going between Tolvin and Bjorkstrand, having to throw Kyler Yamamoto, of all people, into that (laughs) spot. I thought he performed really well. I I asked Haxtell about it after the game because I was curious, just like, you know, why does he get that nod there? And, you know, what'd you think? And, And he had really good things to say about, you know, Yamamoto's maturity in his game and the ability to kind of get thrown into a situation that he's, you know, he said, until you've done it, until you've played center in the NHL, you don't know just how hard it really is to be in that spot. And, you know, he thought Yamamoto did really well. I agree. I think that line looked pretty good. And he said also with their system too, you, you a lot of times you'll have centers that, that will get involved in the corners. You'll have guys that kind of rotate. So it's not, you know, as big of a task as maybe in some other systems, but still he, he had praise for, uh, for Kyle Yamamoto. Yeah, no, there's the game within the game stuff for that stuff is is just immense and it's incredible and it's stuff that we will never know even RJ like it's yeah. it's wild when you really like have them talk about that stuff when they really kind of like they open up about it, it you're just like whoa the the amount of yeah. stuff that that they're thinking about and and where they're at I, from Go for I it. don't think he's played center in the NHL before has he? Is anyone, can anyone, if there's any Oilers fans say, in chat, let us yeah. know. Because I, I can't recall have, him having played center in the NHL before. I want to ask him about it tomorrow at practice. Like, when was the last time you played center? That would be a good question. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know to, where to go for that, to be perfectly honest. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you, <laughs> like, a website to go check it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, B, going back on, on Vince Dunn here, my theory now is maybe it has something to do with the puck he blocked with his arm back in the Buffalo game. It's as good a theory as any. I mean, that it does make sense. Yeah. That that did sting him. We saw that. Yeah, it definitely did. And it's the kind of thing you could maybe play through, but might keep bugging you. Well, and then the next game, I think, then was the Columbus game. So it's something you could have aggravated in the fight, too. Yeah. The way he talked about it made it seem like it had existed for longer than that, though. Hmm. Weird. Interesting. Oh, well. He can have his secrets. <laughs> have your secrets. <laughs> as they do, as they do. Um, all right. Do you have any final thoughts you want to talk about here, RJ, before we wrap things up? Um, I mean, I guess, you know, just overall, like, I, I can't believe, like, how how much of a pass I'm kind of willing to give the Kraken at this point for a game where, again, I would, be, I would have been much tougher on them otherwise. They're, they're lucky they won this. They're lucky that Joey did so well. But I mean, again, Joey Decord, like, he's excellent. Like, he's he good. keeps this going. Um, so I just, I can't believe we're getting this kind of goaltending. We're getting accustomed to this kind of goaltending from the Kraken. I know we've talked about it a bunch before, but just, I'm taking a second to just look around and enjoy where we're at right now from a goaltending perspective. 
it is really incredible of that um it's yeah it's wild i will tell you this though rj the people they do not take it for granted the goaltending that they are getting oh yeah they are appreciating joey decord you hear the chance there you hear the chance on tnt the chance were in chat to kick us off tonight it was all about joey decord and talking about that stuff rj the people love joey decord and based on reviews people love flat stick pub too they so sure do <laughs> yeah and actually i uh, i stopped by flat stick pub earlier today and uh you know talked about some plans for the watch party on february 13th got everything sorted out even tested out a little call i with told you, i was right? telling people, okay you did yeah. tell everyone yeah. they know um yeah but i'm so excited i mean they they're thrilled for it everybody's all in like uh we'll have some more you know promotional materials and everything uh set up in the next couple days get that out to everybody we're yeah. talking about fun events at intermission that we can do talking about raffles talking about little trivia contests uh just some hints of things that we're gonna have at the watch party so can't wait to see a bunch of you at that yep definitely definitely want to give a big shout out to flat stick pub there shout out to everybody who gave super chats tonight as always uh i guess real quick striatic can't recall yamo playing c on the oilers even once but could look at his raw face-off stats in game logs for clues so i guess i know what i'm doing now at 11 o'clock at night rj <laughs> Fun thanks stuff. for the homework striatic yes, exactly thanks um thank you everybody for joining us tonight as always and we will see you all next time